Hey, it's Chris. You know, your Curioso Podcast co-host. Joe is super busy this week, so I gave him the week off. So instead, I've been working with Dana, you know, my wife. She's been on the podcast, you know her. So we've been working on a secondary podcast. It's called Giant Swords and Crystals. It's all about Final Fantasy. If you don't know what Final Fantasy is, you probably don't want to listen to this episode. But we figured we'd pop it on the feed to give us a little curioso break and to, you know, cross merchandise a little bit. So take a listen to Giant Swords and Crystals. Let me know if you like it. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a Curioso. Thank you, guys. Witness the magic. Live the adventure. And wield very large weapons. With your hosts, Christopher and Dana Scarborough. <laughs> Giant Swords and Crystals, a Final Fantasy podcast. And hello, good townsfolk. We are back. And really with our our first real episode, right? Not an introductory, this is who we are, this is who you are kind of episode, right? Nope. <laughs> so much input data so yeah. much input that's what it's, i'm known for yeah so uh but uh we are gonna start out talking about final fantasy 15 15 15 yes 15 so uh all right i have to start off and ask uh roman numeral roman numeral numerally mm-hmm. r- numically roman numerally i don't i don't think any of the things you're saying are actual things <laughs> in roman numerals mm-hmm. okay uh how do you how do you do 15 xv xv mm-hmm. that's really funny because my notes start off with ffvx and they would yeah they of course they would of course i would get it absolutely wrong i mean i had a 50 50 chance right yeah like it and could you, be <laughs> and you still got it wrong <laughs> i got it wrong so <laughs> Uh, Man, Kenny been waiting for you. Oh, my. So, <laughs> oh, my. Anyway, so uh, you might be asking yourself, why are we starting out with Final Fantasy 15 and not Final Fantasy 1? Why are we starting out with 15? Well, it, originally, that's what you wanted to do, right? Uh, yeah, that's fine. But I thought that it would be better off to take them as they come because we're not going to be able to necessarily hit every single... Game. I do. I do feel like doing fifteen now would be the best because it's the, it's the freshest. Newest. Yeah, it's right. the one we played most recently. That's what I'm saying, and not just that, but you know, we're talking about recent and current events. So mm-hmm. once we get done with fifteen, we can go back and start doing some of the, you know, other games while we have time, and they're not not when something is fresh and new and DLC is coming out for it and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because at time of recording, I think Gladio's chapter is coming out. In a few days. Four days. Right. Um, March 28th. Right. And if you are listening to this and you have played or haven't played Final Fantasy XV, um, play it and then get back to it. And that, yeah, because yeah. We're, nothing, nothing's off the table. Right. Uh, so, in other words, what Dana is saying is 
we are going to spurl it. Wait, is that the proper saying? Nothing's off the table. Nothing's on not, the table. Nothing's on the table. So my notes are on the table. <laughs> I don't know. And the most hideous table I've ever seen. <laughs> point is, point being, point being, we are going to spoil this. So if you are sensitive to spoilers, um, wait until you're done playing the game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we are going to probably go up all the way to the end of the game is mostly what we're going to discuss. And there are some post-game things that I think we'll probably talk about later. Because unlike other Final Fantasy games, uh, when you're done playing the game, you're not done playing the game. You can kind of go back to where you're just... You can play again. You can play again on a new game plus. Right. Or play again just like you're roaming around the countryside. continue with what I would consider post-game. Right. Post-game stuff. So, you know, because, like, back when you were playing, like, the Nintendo versions, you know what I mean? Like, Super Nintendo, you couldn't do that. Right. You know what I mean? With those games. Once you beat Kefka. When you were done, you were you done. You were done. <laughs> okay, so, um, I guess our first category, we're, we broke it down into categories, mm-hmm. right? And yep. our first category we're going to talk about is what? Gameplay. Gameplay. And so, um, as far as that, I think we're going to go over actual physical gameplay. Right. Okay. Right? Maybe we should talk about what platform we're playing on as far as gameplay. Okay, what platforms do they have it for? Um, for the PS4, and that's what we have. Right. The PS4 uh, version of Final Fantasy Fifteen. I believe it's also out for Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I know, I think those are the only two platforms that offer it. The next generation yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah everything we refer to as far as gameplay or anything else uh we are referring to the ps4 version right so what do you have um well i kind of want to talk about warp striking i feel like that's kind of a new thing and it was mentioned in kingsclave or brought up initially in kingsclave mm-hmm. um and i quite like it i like i like the whole warp striking ability so it was awesome in Kingsglaive, mm-hmm. and uh, we're definitely going to do a review of that movie by right. itself. But you know, a little preview here: when the the main character was what's his name, Nix, Nix from Kingsglaive. Yeah, when he first took his glaive or his knife and he threw it, and it like landed in somebody's chest, and then all of a sudden he showed up behind it to pull it out. Right, badass. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. So warp striking uh, for anyone that hasn't played it. Ultimately, you throw your weapon in a direction and you sort of teleport or warp to where your weapon ends up. Right. So it's a, like a, a, a... Which I think the concept is actually pretty interesting. It's a distance, like a, like a blaster or something, like except for you're throwing, like knife throwing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's really cool. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I like the addition of it. Um, I do think, however... Like, uh, some of the other things, like, uh, see, here's the thing is, I didn't know if you wanted to discuss all this, because it's, we're discussing gameplay, mm-hmm. and then you have, like, a battle section as well. Yeah. So I yeah. didn't know if you wanted to put but all this stuff But there there is more to it. I mean, we can get into that more when we go over battle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more than that, because, like, uh, watching a lot of videos is what I was saying. Watching a lot of videos on YouTube of other people playing, they'll use that as, like, part of their transportation like when you're out roaming because mm-hmm. it's open world when you're out like wandering around or exploring you i think people thing. get really impatient and they'll start warping 
like yeah. forward instead of running. Yeah. Because you get to where you're going quicker. You uh, you can use that point warp thing where you that as well. Where you throw it at a you know to you be able to hang like, from uh, trees or mountains. Yeah. And... You know what I didn't realize and I was getting really annoyed about uh, at first was that when you do that point warp thing, mm-hmm. it takes your stamina to hang from from your sword yeah i imagine it would though right well, you're you're correct yeah it's like doing like a like pull-ups or whatever yeah. your stamina mm-hmm. runs down but the point that i had was that once you jump down from doing that right you are like in stasis or whatever because your stamina is completely depleted did you have you ever had that problem i've never had that problem and i think that it might have to do with for a, a period of time, I was sort of randomly purchasing things on the Ascension Grid. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe one of them fixed that, but I'm oh, not really? sure which one it was. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that problem anymore now. Right. Well, perfect segue, Dana. The Ascension Grid. The Ascension Grid. Right. So what was it called in, like, 10? Do you know? Because it, it's a, basically a way of purchasing or or you know, giving yourself powers, leveling up. You buy right? skills virtually. And I believe yeah. 10 was the first game that, that had that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it was also in like 12. 12. It was featured in 12. I don't remember if it was in the 13s. Yeah. Very well might have been. So, uh, how do you feel about this Ascension Grid? Do you, do you like the way it's set up? I do. I feel like that some things are a bit too expensive. <laughs> you know oh like the limit breaks yeah Things oh like that. wow those are crazy expensive yeah so obviously i can't afford to buy those yet but yeah um they do now offer time quests which help a lot yeah they seem so. to add a, a lot of ap or whatever which ap is that you know that those are the points uh i I AP guess it's points. ability points. Yeah, they, um, they allow you to buy stuff with the Ascension Right, Ascension and AP, grid. the concept of, of ability points is not a new thing. Like, that was yeah. well before there were Ascension Grids. Right. But I like that they gave it something to apply AP to. Well, it's cool that you could use that skill tree, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I guess we're kind of, like, this, this has been around for a while in a lot of different games. So it's not like it's anything crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, all right, so... How did you feel about running? Um, I actually wrote down to mention that um, I like running. It's good. <laughs> but there is um, some semblance of a glitch where, and you, you pointed it out to me. Yeah. When your stamina bar gets down to the S mm-hmm. and the ST, yeah. if you let go of the button at that point, your entire bar will shoot back up to like a full stamina bar. Yeah, you have to like let go and press it at the exact right time. Yeah. You, it is but like, and he'll even like burst forward for like a second. I don't think it's a glitch. I think it's it? built into the game, but okay. no, I don't think it's mentioned anywhere. Like it's... um. Like, it's kind of a... I th- but I feel like I read somewhere that maybe it was not supposed to be that way, and that mm-hmm. they just haven't fixed it yet. I could be wrong about that. Well, I don't think they should, because it's not like... No, because it's a hassle, otherwise. Yeah, because you don't always hit that, you know, like, let go and hit the button at the yeah, right time and then, to be able to do it. Yeah. But, but so, uh, I, I really, I like the way that that, that that works, being able to do that. So you can run for longer periods of time. Right. You know, so... So how do you feel about being able to jump? Crazy. Oh, you can jump in a Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, I've never... Ever. That's that's kind of a new thing. I think maybe you could in 12, but I'm not sure. 
Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It's been so long since I played no, 12 I don't and 13. Think so. I think that this is but, the very um, first time. This one, you can definitely jump. I feel like yeah. that's always been like a joke. Like, oh, you can't jump because it's hard. Okay, it's the only people that can jump, if, if you could jump, mm-hmm. that means you're a dragoon and it is a specific, yeah. <laughs> specific line item for you to be able, a specific attack that well, you jump. And the cool thing about this game specifically, and I think they may have fixed it, but you can jump up and over barriers to sort of enter parts of the world that were fairly undeveloped. Mm-hmm. So there are lots of parts of the world that are supposed to be inaccessible. Right. Um, but I guess due to, you know, some... Well, they're going to be accessible eventually, probably, Not right? necessarily. That hasn't been confirmed. Yeah. I don't, well, I, I don't I've think. never been able to find anything like that. Uh, and if you are going and jumping into that kind of weird stuff, Dana, I don't want to know I, about I, it. Because it is not a part <laughs> of the game. But I think it was meant to be. Because from what I understand, a lot of the game had to be cut due to like budgetary you know, confinement and mm-hmm. for whatever other reasons. Yeah, but if they're going to continue to add DLC, mm-hmm. I, I bet you that they are going to... I'm sure at least some of those areas of that. that seem undeveloped are are going to be used but yeah so um first time you're driving around in a car instead of an airship yeah well airship comes later well okay but you're saying that like you're all excited you've driven the regalia i I, you've flown the regalia unfortunately have probably spent hours of my life driving the regalia well no no no. but okay that's fine i and i you know i really enjoyed driving it actually i no, i didn't i pretty much just let ignis do it all the time because there are a couple times that i drove it so basically the way i feel about it driving is hard so i just leave it up to ignis because he seems to do it a lot better than i can okay so i don't feel like driving is hard i feel like wrecking the car is very easy oh if that makes sense oh, like oh, the oh act my. of actually driving is not bad okay so but it's real easy to destroy the regalia so uh here's my question mm-hmm. when you're trying to you know stop because there's like uh something on the side of the road that you want to pick up you know right. what i mean one of those little points yeah right so mm-hmm. uh, an item somewhere you see that you go and say to try and stop you hit ignis to stop or whatever that's fun god it takes him forever it does and it, it drives me yeah you have to crazy. run you almost have to like go he'll park like 10 minutes later yes like, and then you have to like run up the road to go get it yeah it's just, no, that's, like, that's frustrating yeah one kind of like minorly annoying thing so, yeah um so i really enjoy battle and everything but one of my major problems is the camera angle camera angles were i and not just for me and you but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people had complaints about the camera angles. But don't people complain about them a lot? In I think so. Pretty much every game, it's just I one of those. I think so. I do feel like this game was particularly bad. Yeah. Um. And and only when battling, only when you're battling things. Yeah. Like though. So since we're in technically in gameplay and not battle, uh-huh. I guess we we really don't have to get into it too much. But during mm-hmm. normal gameplay, it was pretty good, right? normal gameplay yeah yeah Yeah. it was was, you know so uh we'll get into like dungeons and stuff like that when we get into battle okay but i mean do you want to talk about what the problem was with the camera angles because i found myself a number of times 
like trees all i could see was trees oh specifically when you're trying to like fight uh the unicorn thing if you're yeah the spiral coins if you're in a place with a lot of trees then there's it's pointless like it's really hard it's it's absolutely difficult you can't, you can't see, see anything you can't see what you're working you can see trees against. around you and that's it yeah like that's the only thing so chris how do you feel about the horrible blue screen error i don't know if anybody else has this problem but our our specific game i guess or port or what however it is the blue and has errors like constantly like several times uh i would say just completely randomly because sometimes it'll happen like twice in an hour and sometimes it won't happen for six hours can't save and then you've put in all this time and effort and like it just drops off and a blue I've, screen pops I've off and that's it several very nasty grand <laughs> so notes i did to, that today yeah i wrote a terrible one today <laughs> uh, i'm I, it's it's just it, it's like seriously why are they coming out with dlc if they haven't fixed that problem that I, is like the i'm major... not sure that it's the square enix team i'm not sure that it's the their fault i think it's a sort of miscommunication between you know like the hardware of the game the, the hardware of the PlayStation, the software of the game, I think, that something is not connecting. Okay, so earlier today, I was fighting the Adamantoys. Okay, right. So, which is uh, a bounty later on in the game, late uh-huh. in the game. It is, to put it simply, a mountain-sized turtle. A huge, huge turtle. I, I would say one of the hardest monsters to have to battle in the entire game. Right. Uh, I think it typically, depending on what level you are, can take between like one and I don't know three hours to beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, so how how much time had you sunk into this? I, now you're on you're on New Game Plus at the moment. I You've already am beaten it. on you're... Chapter Nine of New Game Plus at the right. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, my characters are all generally between eighty nine and ninety two mm-hmm. in level. I got about halfway. Th- I had his HP down like halfway, right? And got the blue screen. I think I was had been working at it for about maybe forty five minutes to an hour. And, oh my god! And, then uh, and the blue screen popped up. So and as that's you can it. imagine, you were done. I I left a pretty horrible message with the report. That's that's pretty great. That I'm not gonna repeat. Yeah, it was pretty awful, and um, kind of a waste of time. So that's about all I've got for gameplay. Do you have anything else? Nope. Do you want to move on to visuals? All right. So let's talk about visual and graphics. Okay, cool. How do you feel about the way it looked? I thought that it was absolutely gorgeous. Most of the most of the game is just flipping amazing. I mean, beautiful. Really quite beautiful. Yeah. So I think my favorite part is the... The way the dungeons are set up, mm-hmm. the the way that they're like a their dungeon, like you would walk through, but the the visuals of them are actually like you know like a forest or some sort of like mountain pass. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that at first. Like I went into like a mountain pass and I'm going through it, and, I, and then you know it kind of dawned on me as I'm fighting creatures. I was like, oh, this is a dungeon, but it's, it's like it's like you're at a national park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like they have actual paths with signs. Yeah, but I just yeah. thought I thought that was I thought that was uh, done very well. I re- I really enjoyed that, and you know, eventually you get to like an ice cave, right? Oh yeah. The ice yeah. cave. I have to say, ice cave a bit confusing. 
Is that the one that's under the waterfall? I think. Ah, uh, is that the one? Yeah. No, yeah. I get them. I, there's a lot of dungeons, and I get them all confused. Right, but the the one that's the ice cave is it's it's a bit confusing because you like you fall. And then you like slide down and you can't like figure out where you are and everything looks very similar in the ice cave. Do you have a favorite dungeon? Mm. One a dungeon that you liked more than all the other dungeons? Um I don't know. I, I def I think that mountain pass was really cool. Uh Rabbit's with the with the yeah, with the wyverns. The wyverns, yeah. It's um it's the you, you climb up like the side of a volcano and there's a part of it where you slide like if you if you move too oh, quickly right. you'll you'll slide backward, like yeah. back down part and then, of the mountain. And then you yeah, it had a lot of different obstacles because it also had a spot where it was uh up by the volcano part where mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of like heat was coming top. through. So you, you get overheated mm-hmm. and when you get overheated you start to lose your uh what's it called you start your you can't HP, heal your hp goes down slowly yeah, also right yeah so it's kind of like a like a status ailment or whatever like poison i actually found a new dungeon a couple of days ago that i did not know about because i'm trying to sort of complete every aspect of the game right and i was working on trying to get all the fish um so i found a dungeon. are you systematically doing this like each i am so you're gonna you're gonna try to get all the meals. I have all the fish. I have all the meals except for two what? two that are post game. Really? Two you can only get wow. yeah after the after you completed the game because I'm on a new game plus. Do you have a spreadsheet for this? Is that how, how, you, <laughs> how you're doing? You can look on like the IGN website and they have a list of all the meals and when I say all the meals, I mean including the two you get from the Chocobo Carnival. Right. Um, there was like one that's for a pizza that you have to like I think pay fifty cents for. Yeah. It's like DLC. Um so I'm trying to round it out and complete everything, like every single thing you possibly can in the game. So, um now that I can't get any more meals, I'm working on collecting all the fish. Mm-hmm. I'm making some progress. Making some progress. I am. Um, Did you get all the secret spots up at uh, Lake Wobicon or whatever? What is it called? Vesper Pool. Vesper Pool. I do. Yeah, yeah, I think there's like five, maybe five fishing. There's spots so there. many fishing spots. <laughs> a lot. So something you might not know, and I know we're in visual and graphics right now, which is not gameplay. We should have mentioned uh, Chocobos. Oh, for gameplay. Yeah, that's right. right. Uh-huh. Uh, we totally forgot that. Uh, but so we'll mention it now. Uh, riding Chocobos is awesome. It is, and now you can listen to music while you ride them. What? Yeah. Since when? Um, since I think the last update. Really? Yep. Oh, that's kind of cool. Definitely. I, I gotta say the the whole mounting and dismounting thing. Every once in a while, it gets hard to find the X button. Like, not not to find it, but I mean, like, to find where it says press X to mount or whatever. Yeah. Every I'm, once in a while, it gets a little hard to, to try and figure that that's out. That's another thing a lot of people have complained about, um, sort of the difference between using it to check an item or to jump because it, it serves both purposes. Right. Yeah. So sometimes the game, I think, gets a bit confused as to what it is you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Because you're using the same button for two things, but... So, in visual graphics as well, I have to say... I think that the cutscene, I thought they were pretty good, but I, I have to say that the normal gameplay mm-hmm. is pretty much almost as good as the cutscenes. It cut is, scenes. right? Right. They look exactly the same, pretty much. It's not like they look different. No, they really don't. There's there's a 
tiny, tiny amount of difference, it looks like, between the cutscenes and the actual gameplay. Like, it's just, a, a ju- the cutscenes are just a little bit better, but yeah. not, I mean, mm-hmm. barely but, by anything. Right, right, barely. Oh, um, so, like I was saying, um, as far as looking for new fishing spots, and there's quite a few secret spots um, that I was unaware of, I found one inside of a dungeon that I also was unaware of. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Durrell Dungeon or Durrell Cavern, mm-hmm. and it's a cave. Um, so you go inside, and there's like multicolored rocks. It's beautiful. There's like pools of like green water everywhere, and it's amazing. Like the whole cave is amazing. It's a really cool dungeon. But this isn't secret. You just haven't stumbled across it yet. <clears throat> I it I think there's speculation online about how it maybe had been added more recently. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna, I, like, I can't confirm that, because I haven't really looked into it. It may have been there since the beginning of the game, or it may have been an addition, but either way, it's a really cool place if you get a chance to check it out, called Durrell Caverns. So, one of my favorite things was the f- the very first time that everything got dark, mm-hmm. right? And I was kind of, like, like, you know, people were talking about the, what are they, the demons and everything? Mm-hmm. And then, like, one of the demons popped up, and I was like, oh, crap. Like, I need to start going. This thing is huge. The first time it was nighttime? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I got caught, like, out in, in, in night, and I had, mm-hmm. at this point, I hadn't even camped yet. And came across the, uh, one of the campsites. Right. And I was like, whoa, what is that, what is that, like, up in the sky or whatever? I couldn't figure it out. And you were like, oh, that's the smoke <laughs> from the campfire. And that was the coolest thing to me. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it it kind of shows like a beacon. I think that's just really good design work. Like, the it fact is. that... Otherwise, I think a lot of them would be really difficult to find. Yeah, and the, the kind of swirly, you know, things to show you... Yeah, that, I'm assuming... Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that there's supposed to be some kind of runes warding off. Because nothing can attack you while you're at the campsite. Right, that's kind of like the idea. It's implied rather right, than... Right, it's It's never explained in yeah, the game. Yeah, and I think that's great. I think that's awesome. That but I've, I have kind of at nighttime messed around with some demons. Like, just going to the edge of the rock to see if they try to come after me or not. Mm-hmm. And like, so they obviously can't right. be in the vicinity of the camp area. It's but like a safe haven. Every once in a while, even during the day, I'll, I'll catch like a little bit of that smoke coming from the campfire and uh-huh. see it yeah. or whatever. And I just think that's, that's just so, such great design. I love, yeah, absolutely definitely. love that. So, um, so another part of, um, visual and graphics that we are going to cover, I think is locations. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to talk about locations. Do you have a favorite location, or how do you feel about the various different locations? Uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed the, the the whole kind of like desert scrubland, right? Like uh, kind I, of Mad Max feel to everything around Hammerhead. I wonder where all the people live, though. <laughs> like, there's they no houses. They lived in those burnt out bunkers <laughs> and stuff. You know, there's no houses anywhere. Like, yeah, except Lestalem. But besides that, like, there's people all over the place, and there's cars driving around, but there aren't really any houses i imagine they that's they just live under the sand either <laughs> that sand they, or they walk the earth like cane and kung fu i i don't know i mean i can't figure it out i guess that's why you only really see them around encampments like yeah i guess you know what i mean you only yeah. ever see them around hanging around uh you know at sometimes gas stations they, they, gas, stations. they gas all stations. just hang out at gas stations what all about day. the people that work there there's people that work at the gas stations. they just r- roam around and camp you, you just have to <laughs> you have to have a suspension of disbelief dana yeah at, to, at some, to some point. extent i guess so i wanted to mention that elevators are extremely annoying in this game 
elevators. Just elevators in general. I think okay, there are a few elevators. Yeah, I there's get a, that. quite a few elevators, and I find them extremely annoying in the game. <laughs> I don't know. I know that usually, like those kind of things, like elevators, they're used for like loading time. Mm-hmm. So you're just gonna have to deal with it, you know. But uh, yeah. there's a dungeon specifically where they have these weird blocks that move around, and they're oh, basically like elevators. And that I oh, think oh Castle Mark, I think Castle is, Mark. is what it's called. Castle yeah. Mark Dungeon, I think, is just the worst. That was just pretty, hands down the worst. It was pretty awful, but I don't think it was because of the elevator. It was the elevator sucked, <laughs> it, 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 you know. And then there's like a if you don't take the correct elevator, mm-hmm. then you get dropped into some pit with like six freaking gigantic red demons, iron giants, and oh, it's awful! It's awful. There, there's no. I mean, seriously, it's a little bit. I too managed far. to miraculously the first time I played through that dungeon make it. Like through the whole thing without having to go back to that room like a, with all the iron without having in to, it. Yeah, I had to go through it once, and that was it. Like you're, after you're, that, you're such a jerk. <laughs> because I went and then I watched it. you play and was like, "What are you doing?" And like, I, was I didn't understand getting, any of that existed. I was getting my butt. Yeah, <laughs> you it were repeatedly. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So, so I have to mention there was definitely like a desert area. There was mm-hmm. a forest area. There was a mountainous terrain. Right? Right. Uh, we definitely had a water area in, in uh, what is it, Lucis? Are you talking about Altitia? Altitia, Altitia. Altitia, right. yeah. And then, uh, and then you had, um, uh, you know, like a beachy Cape Kayam kind of thing. Oh, yeah. That, like a that, Cape Cod, okay, so Cape Kayam. From what I read from the interviews, um, so they had kind of modeled insomnia after, I think, like a combination of L.A. and New York. Okay. Which I can see. Obviously, Altitia was modeled sort of after Venice. And they kind of, I think, picked out different parts of the world that, that they, you know, modeled sort of each area after. Right. Um, so personally, was... I feel like Cape Cod reminds me of New England. That's what, that's why they call right? it Cape. It's Cape yeah, Cod because it's, it's like, uh, it's like um, yeah, like like the capes up in up in New Hampshire and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, in New England. Yeah, yeah, New England. So what what's the first city that you go to? Lestalem. Lestalem. Mm-hmm. So Lestalem, is that like uh, is that modeled after like Baltimore? I, it rem- <laughs> is all the trash on the ground? Yeah, all the trash <laughs> everywhere. No, it, Just, it. I mean, it, it. Tell me, it doesn't remind you of like Bourbon Street in it, New it Orleans? Kind of does. It seems like it's a mixture of like uh, of like New Orleans Bourbon Street, Baltimore, and like uh, like. Like the slums of Rio de Janeiro that I've seen in yeah, like, it is a bit South American. It yeah, seems, yeah, it is a little. Like like the, um, there's some brightly colored buildings and like I've only seen it in movies. I haven't actually been to Rio de Janeiro. Right, but like uh, the Incredible Hawk was shot there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen some scenes where he's running through back alleys and stuff. You know? Yeah, there are a few like yeah some back alleys in there. Um, yeah, kind of looks kind of looks a little bit like that. I feel like it. Yeah, it really does remind me of New Orleans though, and they're always complaining when they go there about how hot it is apparently right. it's o- overwhelmingly hot so, the reason i brought that up and the different areas mm-hmm. okay even though we technically had an ice cave we had the waterfall and the ice cave but we never had a snow area no there's not really like a, a snowy biome right yeah. yeah so you had like some rocky crags you had a uh, a lot of mountainous a venice kind of water town mm-hmm. And all kinds of stuff, but not a uh, not a snow area. No, yeah, right. I noticed you even that. had like a toxic waste dump that you went through at one point, right? 
it's like modeled off of like a toxic waste dump yeah i didn't really think of it that way i just thought oh, of it was like a um like a african steppe um biome sort of it reminded me a, yeah, a lot of not, the areas that were in 13 i think too okay, but, the second 13 uh, all right the, the reason why I, I i was saying that you know you had like these the creatures that popped up out of nowhere and stuff uh-huh. like that but it also you had like all this equipment that just is broken down and not working kind of around there like, like a, okay maybe not a toxic waste dump, but more like a more like a mine that was closed down yeah I something see like that. that like a strip mine that was I closed down that. that was kind of like what i thought it was yeah so or you know do you have do you have a favorite area or city or there's not a lot of cities unfortunately i wish there were more cities i feel like having like a town or city is sort of a big part you only of have final fantasy you only have three cities that you really go to right Yes, including Insomnia. Including which is, Insomnia, which is the... By the, the time you get there, it's yeah, not in the best yeah, shape. Yeah, it's the end game. So. I really wish that... Uh, it would be really cool at some point to open that up. Yeah, to be able to go there and, and wander around. to go around. there and wander yeah. around like it was actually, you know, a place to go. I Still think that functional. Would be, yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. That would be... I would love that as DLC. So, oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's about all I've got. Do you have a favorite place? I like the, the area where... We're on like Wizzes, the, the okay the Jacobo Ranch, mm-hmm. you know, and the racing and all that. From there over to like the the, the little farm kind of area. I like By the, the whole Saxon Reservoir. Yeah, it's all just like fields and meadows and it's you like know a, a little a, bit of forest. A and, nice farm. Yeah, it just yeah. kind of reminds me of like uh, like Pennsylvania. Yeah, like, I can like, see that. <laughs> you know, like parts of Maryland, like Western it's Maryland, like Pennsylvania. Field. Yeah, it has a little bit of like. Like hills, maybe a couple of mountains, but not, you know, a ton of stuff. Right. Yeah. I really like that kind of area. I uh, I think my favorite is Cape Kayam. I think I, oh, yeah. I think I would live there you if would, I could. If you could. <laughs> if you I would, had the option. You would fix that house up. I, I That drives me crazy. Like, I feel like you should be able to go in and just remodel that whole house and fix mm-hmm. it. Like, that should be part of the game. That that should be a DLC right it, there? It should be. And you can, it should be like a mini game. Like, oh, customize the Cape Cod house. And just right up the road, you're just like, oh, let's... You can paint it, let's go, furniture. Let's go hang out under the bridge and collect some uh, some uh, some oysters under there. Oh, yeah. Is that what you like want right to do? That's like right around the... Yeah, that would be the perfect place to live. That's exactly what you it. want to do. Yeah. You're, that would be you'd awesome. Be in, you'd be, yeah. We totally have. We're crab people now. <laughs> Oyster people now. So, how do you feel about the battle system? Oh, moving into the battle. Yep. Well, we kind of already talked about warp striping, striking, which is uh, completely awesome. So, but I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about link strikes? Oh, um, I, I quite, I feel like they're very theatrical and I, oh, I kind yeah. of enjoy, I enjoy watching them happen. I don't know as far as like how effective they are. I don't. I like. I've never paid attention to how much damage they do as opposed to like you attacking things individually. Right. Um, so I don't know how efficient they are, but they're definitely fun to watch. So yeah, because you have like wh- all right, a few different kinds, right? You have the you have the blind side link right. strikes, right? Is that a thing? Blindside link strikes? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the thief, like well, blindside. Like somebody. I noticed that you can do like blindside damage from attacking something from behind, but I didn't realize yeah, it's called a link a, strike. A special blind blindside link strike. Yeah, and then you can also have a link strike when you parry. Okay. Right. You right. parry something and then attack it back. A right. counterattack. I'd say like 
they all seem like they're counterattacks to right. me. Like the, 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 all the link strikes. No, I mean, all... in, in my game, I could swear they happen otherwise. Like they, they happen when I'm not blocking. I don't block. You just don't block. I, I, somewhere about halfway through the first, the first time I played through the game, I, I just gave up on blocking. Not that it. You don't it, ever <laughs> parry and block. I don't have to anymore. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm powerful enough oh, that I I'm, can be I'm so lazy. Powerful. I'm powerful enough that I don't even have to block anything. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm strong enough that I don't have to bother. My hands are so strong and so powerful, I can obliterate the nail upon impact. <laughs> you shut your face. So okay. Uh, all right. So, what are the other the the other link strikes? The ones uh, that are like. That are like limit breaks and all that? Um, I don't know what you mean. What's it called? You fill up the bar? The tech bar. The tech bar. Yeah, there right. are special techniques that Te- each person has. They're not link strikes. But some of them are. Some of them you you do like a link strike at the end. Oh, really? I, yeah. I just... Because uh, some of them, you like Prompto will go and shoot and then you can hit the button and then uh, knock the does the... Ex- yeah, like yeah. the circle button and then knock does... The exact oh, he, same he thing. will like add something on. I don't think they're considered link strikes, but yeah, I guess they are sort of. I think that's kind of the idea is that you're you're being very cooperative in battle, which yeah. I like. That's not a thing that normally happens in games, and I kind of enjoy that. Like, right? But you gives but you a I, good sense of camaraderie. When I was because I started playing and I started using that all the time, and mm-hmm. then you were like, "What is that thing that you're doing?" Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, the, the, this bar fills up." <laughs> yeah, no, I I had used it. I just that was another thing. There's a few things in the game that I kind of like go. <laughs> right. One of them is, I think, Chocobo Racing and Justice Monsters 5. How do you feel about the, the four-panel weapon choice thing? Oh, yeah. oh, for where Noctis? Can, where you can That's choose... only for Noctis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where you can choose different weapons quickly. I like that. I, I like that a lot. It adds an extent of versatility because you can pick. What I usually do is I do a spell, mm-hmm. a heavy weapon, a light weapon, and an armager weapon. Right. And, and that works out really well. You sort of have all possible aspects of battle covered. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and you just pick like your four most powerful weapons. Yeah. Or, or which ones you just prefer. A fast using. weapon. Or you could you could also pick, say, you know, like a gun, right? Uh-huh. That right. You, or you can use the... You have a range. Right. right? Or you can use the um, the machinery weapons for that, that you get from the MTs. Right, the mis- machinery weapons seem to mostly do the uh, like the area of affected kind of damage. Right, I don't use them often. I do keep them qu- equipped. I think I well, gla- gravity well. I keep equipped on. Pronto, they're good. They're really good for when you have like you know a bunch of enemies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you can suck them all into one place with the gravity right. well or whatever. Right. So, which is what is that? Is that uh, was that like originally Demi? It, it seems like Demi, right? Demi like the from one, the old games? Because, yeah. Well, it still happens. It still happens in the game, like Demons, and I think maybe the Iron Giant is the one that cast it. Well, actually use that against you when you're yeah. battling it. Right. And try to suck you into what looks like a yeah. small it's, I think it's the exact same thing. Demon Sphere, yeah. Yeah. Demon Sphere. Yeah. Look at you coming up <laughs> with names for things. So, I just wanted to mention, uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of how... The uh, I, I really used to enjoy like the armor thing mm-hmm. that you could have like pants and shirts and accessories and all this. Right. Um, of course, the the pinnacle of that being Final Fantasy VII, 
where you uh-huh. can put materia into the oh. different slots and all oh, that, right? Materia. Yeah. But uh, how do you feel about just having two accessory slots and that's about it? I mean, but well, you have that option again with the Ascension Grid to purchase a third accessory slot. Okay. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed a lot of the outfits that you can change into offer bonus stats. Right, but that wasn't until a little bit later on. Uh, no, as far as I'm aware, um, even just your casual wear with the jacket or no jacket, both offer different bonus stats. Really? Yep. So yeah, okay. So that is kind of like your armor. So. Mm-hmm. You put on a jacket and See, a stupid hat. Yeah, that's the idea. And throughout the game, again, you sort of acquire extra outfits and they right. do different things. Hey, during this episode, when is it time to take a break so we can have our, uh, we can actually have our commercial for Coleman? <laughs> or cup noodles. Or cup of noodles. I don't know. I'm not sure who's sponsoring today's episode. Can we... Can we- can we go camping? The tasty flavor. And pretend of, that we're just having a conversation about how much we love cup, cup noodles. noodles. The tasty flavor of this cup of noodles. Friends. We don't really need anything <laughs> inside of it. But. So I came to realize that when it comes down to it, you don't really need to add anything to your cup noodles because they're perfect just the way they they're are. They're just so delicious. Sometimes I eat them even <laughs> before they're hydrated. Oh my God. I, c- I couldn't handle the cup noodle quest. It was too much. It was too much for me. All right. All right. All right. Back to battle. Back to battle. <laughs> okay. So did you like the magic system? I I did. I, I really enjoyed that. I feel like they were... Oh. I unfortunately also, I don't use magic very often. Mm-hmm. I do on occasion, but not, not often because it's not... There's just some things in the game that aren't necessary they're not detrimental to you right advancing so i really enjoyed the fact that you kind of like sucked the power out of the the, the crystals that were around the different camping sites yeah that's and, really cool i like the versatility and, that you can add objects that you found like laying around well, it to took me spells. forever to figure that out i didn't though. know in the beginning either so but uh if you get like a like some you know poison tips from some kind of scorpion or something mm-hmm. and you add that to your magic spell it adds poison to it, but it. What's what I find weird is that it'll be a fire spell with poison attached, or it'll be a right. So it'll be like fire, uh, a venom cast. I think is what it's right. Called. Yeah. So yeah. that that's like the one thing that I found kind of annoying. You couldn't just make it a a poison spell, or just make it demi, or just make it. So uh, one right. of the things that I definitely missed though mm-hmm. was all the weird like status effect. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess they were there, but they were mostly happening against you. You know, you didn't have well, things like you, Demi. You can you can poison. Like, you can poison, yeah, and but poison but you. Uh, I didn't see anything like stop. Well, no, that's not true. There's stop cast also. Yeah, you just Venom there's cast, certain stop cast. Um, but they are attached to a. They're attached to. You know, you're you're to different. something else. Yeah, to, to something an, else. an element. But I mean, that's kind of cool too because it means that everything's sort of based in an Doing element. Doing damage at the same and time, and you can add extra damage to the element that you've picked. Yeah, you know, I think that's fine. Like, right. I think that's just as interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I I'll go with it. Yeah. I thought it was okay. Yeah. All right. So, do you ever find everyone else lagging behind in battle? Like, I get really frustrated sometimes. Like, why aren't you guys doing anything? 
Because I'll find myself, like, aggressively attacking everything that we're fighting. I pretty much always find myself doing that. And and the reason why mm-hmm. is because the first strike that I do on everything is the a warp, warp strike. strike. Yeah, So you're, you're shooting halfway across the planes right. to hit whatever you're hitting. And then and then I start attacking it after that. So, absolutely. What I, one of the things uh, about warp striking that we didn't mention was that the further you are away... And you the warp strike, damage. the more damage you do. Yeah, that's so, cool. you know, what I'll do is, you know, I'll warp strike something from as far as away as possible, far as far away as possible, right. so that I can get like a good hit on it and attack it for a little while. And then I'll, I'll try to see another, you know, if there'll be like two or three different monsters that you're fighting, I'll see if another one is off in the corner, and I'll try to attack that one. So right. I get a really good long. So you get strike. good distance for each attack. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go back and forth between them, and then attack them for a while. So right, uh, which works really well when you're out on the plains or in the mm-hmm. desert, places like that. Works pretty terribly when you're you have to worry about the camera angles in in the dungeons. Right. So since yeah. we talked about it earlier, uh, you know. Uh, the, there was one dungeon specifically, and I think we had, we had talked about it, Castle Mark, mm-hmm. that there's a whole bunch of bombs in right. in one of the one of the rooms. Yeah. The cast the in Castle Mark, you you can't see anything in this one specific room. You you get down to like the bottom of a ramp, mm-hmm. you go into this room, and there's like three or four bombs everywhere. And now the way that they work is once you kill them, they explode and they turn into like three more of these creatures S- smaller and they just keep on bouncing you back and forth and back you and had forth. a lot of trouble with that i, I had so watching. much trouble but you know you also because of the camera angle <laughs> it's so close to you all all you see are these like you know they're they're different kinds of bombs like there's the explosion mm-hmm. ones and the ice ones and Fire, the, and the ice, lightning ones lightning, yeah. the these ones are are lightning mm-hmm. and all you see is just blue electric and that's right. it you, you you can't see anything. The whole screen was filled up with it. It was so annoying. At that point, I was almost wishing for the blue screen of death. See, when I went in, I I put I, um, lightning crests on everyone, and that sort of it made it so oh, you're so did, smart, like, Dana. You think you're so smart? <laughs> no, but you have to be somewhat prepared for mm-hmm. things, right? I'm so strong, and you have to worry <laughs> about it. Up. I just walked in and killed them all with a hit. <laughs> That's not what I said. Mm-hmm. It was tough. I just, you know, was apparently a, a bit better prepared than you were. Right. Um. So another thing I wanted to mention is how do you feel about the wait mode? Oh, okay. Well, the wait mode is the closest thing that you're going to get to. The, a turn-based uh, game. A turn-based right? game, like right. you know, Final Fantasy originally Most was traditional. And I Final have to Fantasy say, format. I love it. I use it all the time. That's, I do. I use the wait mode as well. Yeah. And I don't feel bad about it. I feel like there's nothing wrong with using wait mode. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's great. Yeah. It, because it's it, help, it, it gets so insanely chaotic when you're fighting a, a ton of things right at the same time. It allows you to take care of one enemy it's at a time. To be more strategy-based, to, to use strategy a right. bit better. Yeah, I think it's good. great. That's absolutely the way I think it, the game should be played. Right. So I, I, it does get annoying at certain times mm-hmm. when you're like, where... When you want something to happen and you have to move so that it happens. Yeah, and you're like, where is this enemy? I don't. I can't even yeah. find it. Yeah. Every once in a while, there'll be something hiding behind a hill or something. My biggest problem it. is at... Like waiting to use an item and you won't use it until you move. 
Right. And you have to actively move well, out you, of weight mode. The thing is, is, if you could just sort of run in circles, mm-hmm. you know, weight mode will stop. Yeah. You know? But there's, you know, other things like, uh, okay, I've had problems also, again, with dungeons where the, the, the creature that I was kind of stuck in weight mode mm-hmm. wasn't even on the same level as me. Right. It was somewhere else yeah. completely. You know, it was in I some other room in the dungeon that was speaking just speaking in Castle Mark. I think that happened in Castle Mark to me also. Right. So he was like stuck behind a wall or whatever, right. and there was no way was for me to kill him. Than you, yeah. Yeah, but it had me tied all up. So the screen kept freezing and waiting. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I actually had to turn weight mode off one time. So. Right. So how do you feel about the fact that there is the option to play the game in easy versus normal difficulty? Well, if. I remember correctly, mm-hmm. you started the game in easy. I did start a game in easy because mm-hmm. I was curious. And I honestly didn't see much of a difference. I think about, I think by about chapter three, I moved it back to normal difficulty mm-hmm. and noticed no difference whatsoever. Well, I started with normal and I really didn't have a problem. I'm not going to say I didn't die a couple of times or right. whatever. I definitely did. But for the most part, I didn't really have much of a problem. I don't think usually most of the Final Fantasy games you have a you, you don't normally just die randomly from oh, creatures. You know it, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it depends on which game because in one I feel like that happens quite a bit, really? but yeah. I mean, there is times where you you bump into like a stray what are they called? Curials? Corels? I don't know how to pronounce it, but they are beastly oh, when yeah, you're at like a lower the, level. They're like those they leopard. Horrible. Those leopard creatures with a big Fu Manchu <sighs> mustache. Yeah, they're crazy with Those things will jack you brutal. up. Brutal. And I think they cast like, I don't know, like their whiskers spark and then you die. Like, that's it. But my favorite like is, is how, they, how they just kind of like sit, lay down, and stare at you arrogantly. for a while. Arrogantly. <laughs> They sit there arrogantly and they they're stare like at you before cats. they kill you. They're like real cats. Yeah, That's they're what the cats worst, do. man. Yeah. They're the worst. So, all right, so uh, out of everything, what do you say your probably favorite creature was? Oh, my favorite monster? Yeah. Creature? Was it the Adamantoys? Um, he's he's up there just because I, I like turtles. the amount of effort i do like turtles also mm-hmm. i like the amount of effort you have to put into fighting him right like i like that they made a battle that lasts like you know anywhere between that they made a battle that lasts anywhere between like one and five hours or whatever i think it's really cool um but he's i don't think he's my favorite um jeez i don't know I think I had a couple of favorites. I love the huge lobster, the Carlobos or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. He's he's up there. And I like the snake creatures, like the, the Midsommar. I, re- I genuinely thought you were going to say Deadeye. Deadeye. Oh, oh, Deadeye. Yeah, Deadeye was pretty awesome. The, uh, he was pretty cool. The, he was the, the uh, behemoth. The behemoth that you I believe meet. It's, it's pronounced behemoth. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> that you meet... And I think it's called the Nebula Woods outside of Wiz's Chocobo Stand. Right, but I like the fact when you meet him, you have uh, not quite a battle, but it's like a stalking sort of situation. Where you're hiding in a tiny... Where, yeah, yeah, I like it's, that. It's, it's chicken it's wire, a, like a little chicken wire tunnel. But I think it's neat how there's these kind of like... 
uh, you know, the a different way of going about things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it was so. very sort of theatrical. And right. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Yeah, I liked so, it a lot. I think I think my favorite anim- enemies are the like the the Ronin. Oh, it, so you like the demons? But they're not just yeah. But I like specifically like the swordsmen. Okay. The so swordsmen. Sort of Japanese there's swordsmen. two of them. There's uh, there's, there's um um and a Ronin and then the, another one is he uh, like God, there's one in the bottom of like the the mine mm-hmm. that you have to fight and he's brutal. Yeah. Like, especially when you're a low, lower level. Is it like really, a Yojimbo? There's that, there's Yojimbo's Ronins, and the third one, it starts with an A, and I can't remember exactly what the name of it was. He's but there's a few of really them. really hard to beat. Yeah. yeah, but those swordsmen, those are the ones that I, I really like. I just yeah, think they're neat. They're, they're just They're like, uh, like uh, they're, they do the traditional uh, swordsman, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The duel, yeah. dueling swords right. kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Where you have to parry it and then attack back. I just yeah. I just really like those guys. Yeah, that's pretty so. good. Yeah, I like that because it adds a different sort of aspect to the game. You're not just fighting wild animals. Yeah, you know? yeah, the feudal Japan kind of right. thing. So, all right, so let's say, all right, we've given it uh, three out of five categories. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, for gameplay, what are you giving it? For gameplay... For gameplay, I gave it an 8. An 8. Not fantastic, but I feel like the sort of brutal camera angles when you're in the middle of like trying to, to fight things is really frustrating. The blue screen errors um, drive me insane, and that's probably not even necessarily Square Enix or this game team's fault. Right. But if it is, <laughs> I'm going to add that to it. Um, and I hate, I hate flying the regalia. I hate it. I feel like that could have been sort of, I feel like that experience could have been so much better than it was. Well, maybe they will. Maybe they'll, they'll, I, they'll I fix hope. some of the problem with it because, I hope. yeah, it's not like it, landing it is just, is the worst. It's, yeah, it's really hard and not like, I don't know. There, there's nothing fun about it's it. It's like seriously, like landing a real airplane. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of and like it, you know the old airplane simulator games that were just as difficult. Yeah. you know. So uh, I gave it an eight out of ten as well. Oh, uh, cool. And, and and for the exact same problems you have that that blue screen of death. Mm-hmm. And, Very frustrating. And the 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 you know trying to fight stuff in in you know different terrible camera angles. dungeons you know mm-hmm. with with the awful camera angles but but literally an eight out of ten isn't bad no that's not terrible it's not like i gave it a five out of ten i, I mean, feel like there are so many you know like the ability to warp strike um the fact that you have stamina bar like i think those are all really good things yeah no here's the thing it's a testament to how good the game is absolutely that i literally have this like error that constantly keeps happening every time i play so much so that i want to throw the controller to the other side of the room and and, you still continue to play (laughs) and i and i come back the next day and play yeah absolutely the same for me so i mean that's how good the game is it really is good so giving it eight out of ten crystals i think it i think it's made out yeah definitely so for visual graphics uh the only thing i didn't mention oh dana i didn't mention Mm -hmm. this i just wanted to mention the um the woman outside of the power plant that you go and do a few runs for lesbian holly yes lesbian yes. holly uh her name's holly <laughs> holly you you just i don't know if you you actually can see my notes but it says power plant lesbian it's okay no in my notes no no 
Okay, I was just guessing. So she though, her the, her like texture, right on her face. Yeah, I meant I meant to mention that um, Holly specifically, the texture on her face, spotty, is weird and spotty and not her pallor is off. Yeah, and, and she's like the only person in the whole game that seems like maybe that's the idea. Like, oh well, she works at this power plant. She's been, but it's not just that. It's like the texture. She's like the only person that seems like she's from Final Fantasy twelve. Right. Like I, right. it just doesn't make any sense how like every the that's, graphics were everybody else. That's the one thing. Everything was beautiful. Like the terrain's beautiful and the water's beautiful and like their complexions, their skin is looks amazing. But their hair, like there's something wrong with the texture of all their hair. Right. I think like, that's. I, I think that's really hard to get. I think so too. I think it was just maybe a hard thing to tackle. And and without them having like the technology that they use on like the new king kong movie or whatever yeah you're not you're just not gonna get yeah it's not gonna be perfect but it's it's probably never gonna be perfect it's always gonna be a little bit like virtual fighter or whatever (laughs) you know what i mean just a little bit right so and uh so i gave it a nine out of ten for visuals i did also did you i I gave it a nine out of ten we're like right here on the same page yeah okay so for battle what are you what are you feeling i gave battle a 10 out of 10 did you really i did wow i did i gave it a 10 out of 10 i thought that warp striking was awesome i really enjoy attacking things by warp striking um i feel like blink strikes are really enjoyable you know they're fun to watch they're theatrical they keep you entertained and you you know you can enjoy actual battles with things I loved magic. I loved, you know, the way that you can make spells. You can add things to them. So, I don't know. I I originally gave it, like, an 8 out of 10. Right. Really? Why? Well, I I, I just realized, as as we kind of discussed it and talked about it, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can actually justify it. Really? You just just, felt like you had to? I think I was still angry about the the the, the error screen. (laughs) I mean, you know. But really, like, just battle-wise... Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, battling right? is pretty great. Yeah, uh, I don't like the adamantoys fight. I have to say that because I <laughs> felt like all I did was warp strike the entire time. I yeah. just warp strike at his face. Warp strike like at his face. I I feel like my first battle with him. Mm-hmm. That's exactly I like that was sort of my most efficient option was to warp strike him constantly it doesn't seem like battling him is really doing anything but when you well the thing is when you get to a higher level don't give me a hard time about it and a higher level you just have you have more options you can actually go and link strike him let me let me just let me just also mention another battle (laughs) that kind of was a little lame didn't wasn't very cool uh uh the titan battle that, okay, so Could I could not really I, understand what was going on. To be honest, I had what was a, happening. a big problem with the Leviathan battle. I didn't like how it was like choreographed, and right, it was more about pushing specific buttons than actually battling him. Right, that that bothered me. Like, right. I okay, feel like so so point being, most of the boss battles kind of suck because <laughs> it seems like they're trying to do. Something new. I wouldn't something say different. most of them. Well, Leviathan kind of sucked. Leviathan, yeah, I wasn't a fan of in Titan. It, I guess it was more of the um, like the summons battles, right? You know, yeah, they're big boss battles. I, yeah, I didn't think there they were, were very lots good. of other boss so battles. So I was, that originally were fine. gave it an eight out of a ten, but after listening to what you had to say about it, 
I'm going to bump it up one. I'm going to say 9 out of 10. I'm changing it. Okay. I'm going to change it. I'm going to go just, 9 out of 10. Here's the battle, pen clicking. I'm changing it right now. A 9 out of 10. As far as battle, I don't have a lot of complaints. So. Yeah. But I, just because of most of the boss battles just not being very good. I mean, there were other ones that, you know, uh, you had like a tree and stuff like that. the thing is, you're saying most. Yeah. And most of the boss battles... Okay, well, we're the, just normal battles. The ones that you fight against summons, you you couldn't even understand what was going on, what was happening. I oh, didn't even know what was, to do. That was a problem you had, like at the end. Um, at it's the, it's a it's the same problem that you had when you start the game. The very first thing when you start the game, you don't even know how to push the car. I'm tr- I'm pressing buttons all <laughs> over the place. I couldn't figure out how to. I just read the how screen. To, how to push? You. How to the push the car? Push. I, 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 yeah, but it's not like right away. It like takes a minute. So I'm like pressing all over. But you, you, and you didn't mention this. You had um, a problem at the end where you're sort of in a conversation with Arden and you can't hear anything he's saying. Oh, oh, that, good like that Lord. drove that me was a like, little bit crazy. That drove me nuts. But yeah, the same thing. You're, I think that you're, would be you're having, part of game You're having play, a battle. Probably. And and for some reason, and you said you didn't have this problem. I didn't, and I'm wondering if like well, your sound say, effects are turned up too loud. If that's an option. So what was happening was the whole time Noctis is going because he's in pain or whatever. But uh, but Arden is explaining. He's giving you dialogue, explaining to you. He's expediting sort of where he came from. And yeah, you're getting all the exposition. The story. You're getting all the exposition, explaining who he is, where he came from, and everything. And all I can hear is. <laughs> See, I'm wondering if because most of the the Final Fantasies, from my experience, had the option of like a, a volume for. Dana, I didn't go in and change the volume. It had, you kind of by it had, accident. It's no, I didn't by accident. It has something to do with. It had. I'm telling you, it has something to do with like. Uh, even though the cutscenes are, mm-hmm. they're, they're not like like they are like they were in like Final Fantasy VII and VIII. They're not like that. They're. Right. It's like the cutscenes actually happen, like like while the game is happening. Yeah, like yeah. they're in the same area. So it's like it's like, I feel like what happened was not seemed to be closer to the camera. <laughs> so since he was, cl- you know, very much like how I, I'm away from the microphone and now I'm a little closer to the microphone, that kind of thing was happening with Noct and all I could hear was just him and his incessant, like, <laughs> the whole time, you know? <laughs> so on that note, I am dying. My eyeballs are on fire. I'm ready to go to bed. So we're going to work on the other two uh, on the next episode. Okay. And right? that would be, I believe, storyline and extras. Right. Because we think storyline is probably going to take I think it's going to take a, a Because we're going to go over characters. Mostly because you have to explain to me what the storyline was. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people felt that way after yeah. they played it. Right. I think some so, people are still sort of on the fence about what they believe happened. Right. So we will uh, we'll, we'll go over those last two categories mm-hmm. and then give it a final score. Uh, and and we'll, we'll do that one shortly. Until then, Kubo. 